Welcome to Freedom Now with Peter Asanful. Freedom Now is brought to you by the Spirit Life People, a ministry that focuses on teaching you how to live and walk in the Spirit so that you can manifest Christ's freedom in your life. It is our prayer that you shall be transformed as you receive the word from the Lord today. And now, here's your host, Peter Asanful. Amen. All right. Building godly character. Amen. We are wrapping up this whole month. We've been learning about building godly character. Are you here with me? Building what? Godly character. And today we are ending with a very powerful but important message what is entitled building godly character by maintaining a pure heart a pure heart say a pure heart say a pure heart very 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 important that we understand what a pure heart that God wants us to have Praise the Lord. So let's turn our Bibles to Matthew chapter number 5. We read it the last time, but let's, let's go back. Matthew chapter number 5, verse number 8. And we're going to read it together if you are there. Matthew chapter number 5, verse number 8. One to go. Blessed are the pure in heart. For they shall see God. Happy. Favorable. You know. And those who have a pure heart. For those people shall see God. When you have a pure heart. It comes with the promise of seeing God. Which means that. Not everybody can see God. You don't have a pure heart. You cannot see God. Not everybody can see God. You must have a pure heart. And one of the things we get when we got born again is that our hearts are transformed. Because there's wickedness in the heart of man. The Bible says that for the heart is desperately wicked. The heart of men are desperately wicked. So everybody who gets born again, God transforms your heart from a wicked state into a heart that can even have access to see God. This is so powerful. This is so powerful. Every time you hear God's word, God's word is meant to transform your heart and give you a pure heart. That is why in Ephesians, the Bible talks about the fact that He will wash us with the washing of the water by the word. Are you there? Say a pure heart. What does purity or pure mean? Very, very, very important. When we say pure, what does it mean? So when you are talking about a 
we are talking about purity we are talking about a heart that is without deceit a heart that is without deceit a heart that is without God without trickery tricksters fraudsters that is the kind of heart we are talking about it says the heart that is without trickery the heart that is without deceit the heart that is without tricks and all of that that kind of heart will see God the Bible talks about even a snake in the garden he was cunning the word cunning means he was trickery cunning so when he they when he met when satan used a snake to talk to eve the goal was to deceive a cunning heart so it's not everything that you hear that is truth what makes what you hear truth is that the heart that is speaking those words are truthful if those hearts that are speaking those words are not truthful then that heart is not pure and if the heart is not pure then those words are lies i get what i'm saying then those words are lies so what is a lie a lie is to speak a word in deceit of the heart i get what i'm saying that is a lie a lie is not necessarily because something did not happen Neither a truth is not because something has happened. A lie is because you are saying something in the deceitfulness of your heart. In the cunning of your heart. If you look at someone and you say, okay, oh, you are a very nice person, for example. But in your heart, you know that you hate the person. Those words, even though you may excite the person, yet you have lied. Because the, the root of those words are not pure. When Satan threw the snake was speaking to Eve, it was not because he liked them so much. Look at what he said. He said, oh, God doesn't want you to be like him. If you eat of this food, you'll be like God. you know good for you. He was not telling them those words so that they'll be like oh i mean this guy likes me he's trying to tell me some truth and some secret that god has in no the intended aim of those words was to deceive and destroy them so you see some people do, they have nice words they can put words together they can convince people by their lies their heart is a place of trickery and deceit falsehood so truth is the state of your heart you are using to speak those words so having a pure heart is to have a heart that is not deceitful a heart that is not full of mockery a heart that is plain before God you know that the things that you are saying is not mixed with anything else there are some people they mix up things i know what i'm saying they, they say things but they are mixing up things 
whatever you are saying concerning your life, you believe that it is true. That is why you, when you are saying things in doubt, it's a way of you lying. And the Bible says in the book of you know, Revelation chapter 21, he said, all liars be cast into the lake of all liars. All lies. It is not how nice you are saying the things. What you are saying, is it truthful? Pure heart. Say pure heart. You cannot have a godly character when your heart is deceitful. You know the things you are saying and doing are contrary to the truth. Yet, you want people to believe that you are the real deal. It's truthful. Don't be with deceit. What did Peter say? In 1 Peter chapter 2, he said, if you want to live a good life, you want to live a good life and have a good success, then keep your tongue from speaking deceit. God. If you want to live a good life, a long life, an enjoyable life, keep your tongue from speaking lies. Not be an untruthful person. God has not said, you say God says. God is not instructing. You say God is saying we should do it. That is lies. Whatever you are doing, is it truthful? Whatever you are saying, is it the truth? The truth is that your heart must be in line. Not because of what you are looking for in your life. You say some things. Oh, prophet. You know, this, 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 this. Because prophet is a, is a very good man. He gives you what you ask. But in your heart, you know you have lied. That's what you were looking for. The heart is where everything happens in this world. Hey, the heart. See, I have come to a place where I constantly check the state of my heart like never before. I am constantly asking myself, these things that are in my heart, are they pleasing to God? Or I am just satisfying myself. Because there are some things people do, right? If you want to just react, you will react in and you know. And the question is that whatever you want to do, is it pleasing to God? This 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 plan, this idea you are conceiving in your heart, do you think is the truth or is a deceit? Never be cunning. To be cunning is to have the character of Satan because he is a cunning guy. He comes to you. You say, ah, we can get this thing from this person. And then before I realize, he is formulating. When we tell him these things, he will believe it. He will accept it. And you know some people, they don't know how to discern. They cannot discern what you are saying, whether it's true or not. So as soon as you tell them, because they like you as a person and you are their friend, as soon as you go and say, okay, fine. Not knowing, you have an agenda. I have lost monies in my life because some people came with a cunning tongue. Deceitful tongue. And those times, because I was not very, very good at discerning people. One day, I took money, money that was in my room. So, when we do A, B, and C, we will get A, B, and C results. Bulk money. Give to the person. If today the result will come, only God knows. If it is today that the result will come, only God knows. Liars, lying tongues are all over the place. 
You see very nice people. Their hearts are not pure. They are sitting in church. Oh, they are not even on the street. In church. Someone is in church planning the next lie. How the lie can sound very nice for people to believe them. That their heart. Truth is priceless. Say truth is priceless. Truth is priceless. So God is saying, for those who have pure heart, if you don't have a deceitful heart, oh, master, you will see God. Say, I want to see God. If you are having a truthful heart, then you are a child of God. Building, God. building godly character involves you having a truthful heart and a truthful tongue. It doesn't matter the consequence of you being truthful. You will always be truthful. They told the disciples, don't preach in the name of the Lord Jesus. If we hear you preach in the name of the Lord Jesus, we will put you to prison. We will kill you. They never stop. They never turn their back on the gospel. They never. They said, we will preach the truth. That is all that we know. If you're going to kill me for preaching or saying the truth, kill me. After all, the only thing you can do is to kill this flesh. That is all that you can do. You can't do anything more than that. If you like cut off my head from preaching the truth, I don't care. Because if you speak a lie, you get what you are looking for. Let me tell you, there's another day waiting for you. It is very true. Somebody begins a thread of lies lies to this one because he has lied he has to lie again lie again lie some people the devil has made it so difficult for them to speak the truth the day they will speak the truth jesus will come that very day they will speak the truth jesus will come because they don't know what is truth they have lied until lying has become like the truth for them and you are not like that in jesus name as a child of god our character is sustained by the truth in our heart So if you, want to have, if you want to be a godly, characterized person, always be truthful. Never let deceit in your heart. What are you lying for? If you lie, you leave another day to answer it to the Lord. Lying has destroyed many relationships. Has destroyed many families. Has destroyed many associations. Not being truthful has destroyed many business opportunities and academic excellence has destroyed a lot of things yet people are still full of deceit amen are you there with me now go to first peter first peter Thank you, Holy Spirit. Are you the first Peter chapter number two? First Peter chapter number two. I read from verse number one. It said, Therefore, laying aside all malice, all deceit, lies hypocrisy envy and all evil speaking as newborn babies desire the pure 
milk of the word. In other words, the word of God is not deceitful. These are the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Laying aside all malice and deceit. Put aside lying, lying tongues. And people are born again. Yet they are still having lying tongues. Lying tongues. Deceitful people. The thing is, one Ghana city, you say, oh, no, it's 10 Ghana city. <laughs> um, two days ago, I was speaking to a woman. And she said, Apostle, something is bothering me. I said, please, what it is? He said, I don't understand. She's an old woman. I don't understand. I go to the market, and the thing that is like one Ghana, they're not saying it's five Ghana cities. I just went to the market two days ago. And when I asked the lady, the lady said, Ah, Christmas is around the corner. We have to increase our prices. And then she said, She asked the lady, Are you a Christian? She said, Yes, I, I, in fact, I am a, a, a prayer warrior in the church. <laughs> and the old woman was like, Ah. So the old woman was so like confused that she was asking me, Is it right for a Christian to arbitrarily increase the price because of Christ, uh, Christmas? And then go to church and be praying. Started laughing. This was a very powerful question. Because that person realized, I said, no. And, and the woman went on to say that. The old man went on to say that. God will ask her. He realized that the thing pain her. God will ask her. This is all sin. It is sin to increase prices because of Christmas. And she was just ranting. Lying tongues. Lying tongues. I asked a question. I don't think I even put it on the church page, but I asked a question. I said, What will you have done if there was no money in this world? I said, As people go up and down, lying for, what will you have done? Have you ever thought living a life without money? Imagine that all that you have to live your life is the word of God. Amen. Imagine, just imagine that life without money. You don't need money to buy anything. You don't need anything. Listen. People have, have become professional liars. Their hearts are not pure. They are carrying the titles, I'm a Christian, yet their heart, their heart, their dealings with one another is not truthful. Planning and plotting evil in their heart every day. Planning and plotting evil. You realize that somebody, they are working with people whose hearts are pure. Who are thinking about them, yet they are planning evil. I say, I'm a Christian. The fact that you go to church doesn't mean it, that you can just live your life anyhow you want to live. And behave anyhow you behave. The purest of heart is what God is looking for. Because the word of God to you is pure. It's coming from a sincere heart. When God tells you you are prosperous, He's not telling you to just inspire you or make you feel good. He's telling you the truth that He died in your place, took away your poverty so that you can be rich. He's not telling you that you are prosperous just to hype you. He's telling you the truth based on His heart and what He did for you. That's why the word of God is true. God sees things you cannot see. He's telling you the solutions for your life. If there's anybody at all you should believe, you should believe in the word of God. 
Because there are some ways of men that are coming from an unsincere heart. So if you bang your hopes on the words of men, you end up becoming a fool. That is why it was said that it's a curse be the one who puts his trust in the arm of flesh. You are trusting people. Oh, my, my brother said he will sponsor me. My, my sister said he will, she will do this. Oh, this one said, this one said, this one said. You have put all your hopes upon people. So much that the day those people change their mind, you're on the ground. If I were you, if there's only any, if there's anything that can never, never change, the Bible says, whatever God gives to us, it doesn't repent. The gifts of God are without repentance. So between God and man, who should you believe more? And you find people who doubt the word of God. And believe the words of men. Deceitful words of men. They doubt the word of God. And they believe the deceitful words of men. Can you imagine? Between God and Even if God's word, you think you are. That's what I told you earlier on. Don't live by sight. Live by faith. Because even if God's word to you, you think has not manifested. Yet that word is still sure and true. Because God will never lie to you. And God tells you, you, you will be prosperous, you'll be rich. You look at your life, you don't see anything around you, so you think God has lied to you. He has never, he will never lie. He said, though it tarries, it shall surely come to pass. It doesn't matter how long the word of the Lord will take, it shall surely happen. Amen. Their words, <laughs> it can be broken. The words of men are always deceitful. Be very careful that the kind of people you believe. You must learn to discern the words of men. I know what I'm saying. That's what the Bible says that we should not believe in all spirits. We should, we should discern what we are saying. If we are believers, if we are in the same household, yes, fine. And let the words that you hear resonate with the words of the Father. Are you there with me? Yeah. If you don't do that, your life will be miserable. Proverbs chapter number four. Proverbs chapter number four. Thank you, Jesus. I read verse number 23. Can we all read it together if you are there? Proverbs chapter number 4, verse number 23. One to go. Keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it springs the issues of life. Did you see that? Keep your heart with all diligence. In other words, do everything to protect your heart. Because everything about your life comes from your heart. Guard your heart. Other version says. God, mount a guard on your heart. Be sure that what is coming from your heart, the attitude and the character and the behavior you are portraying are all coming from your heart. Make sure your heart is kept with all diligence. Don't be deceitful. Don't be what? Deceitful. What did James say? 
James said, if you hear the word of God and you don't do it, what, is, what are you doing to yourself? You are deceiving yourself. So you cannot be sitting in church. Your mind is wandering away, shouting, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Yet you are not ready to do it. You are, you are having a deceitful heart. <laughs> that thing is so powerful. For you to have and to be walking in a pure heart, you have to mount a guard. The things that come out from your heart, you must synchronize to the truth of the gospel. Synchronize to the truth of the gospel. Are you doing what God says you should do or are you doing what men say you should do? When men say you should go this way, is it the way that the Father wants you to go? Listen, the Bible says in Romans 8, 14, as many that are led by the Spirit of God, these are the children of God. So you cannot be led by men and expect to be pleasing to God. You have to be led by the Spirit of God so that you can be pleasing to the Father. Whatever any man tells me, always ask the Holy Spirit, is the green light coming from you? Should I go ahead and do it? If I get a green light from the Father, it will be it. If I don't get a green light from the Father, with all due respect, it doesn't matter who you are. I may do it, I may not do it. Because I don't want to run into any situation with the Father. I don't want to be in a place where the Father is not there. Moses said, I don't want to go anywhere without your presence. Because if the Father has not sent you, how is he going to give you the ability and the grace where you are? Amen. Yeah. Whatever you do, make sure that there's a clear-cut approval from God. And let your words be from a pure heart. Never be a deceitful person. Never be, or never carry a lying tongue. A tongue that is deceiving you say it beautifully and nicely yet in your heart you know you are lying and then when the person turns around and leaves you're laughing ah ka, 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 this person is a fool ah this person i've outsmarted him i've, I've outwitted him. yeah rather the fool <laughs> you are not a smart person if you are a trickster you are not a smart person if you're a froster you're not a smart person you are a fool that's what the Bible says. You're a fool. Always like You cannot be carried a lying tongue. Whether in the pulpit. Whether in business. Whether in your relationship and your work with people. And think that you are smart. You are not smart. You're a fool. So the Bible says we should be truthful to one another. You know why, you know why he said that? Because see, relationship is everything. How can you look straight into the eyes of your brother? And lie to him. How can you look straight into the eyes of your sister and lie to her? Now, you know you don't love this lady. All that you want from her is sex. Yet you are saying, oh, I'll marry you. Oh, I'll take you to, to Dubai for honeymoon. You're a liar. All that you want is for... Because you know, oh, this lady, when she hears nice things... Now, I heard her say, they said, um, and men, men walk by what they see. And ladies walk by what they hear. So you say nice words to the lady just because of your hidden, wicked intention of having sex with her. You are saying, I'll take you to London. I'll marry you. Liar. And after you get your way with her, when she's even calling, you don't even answer the call. Say, ah, I'm busy. Someone screenshot a message 
and shared it on her Facebook wall recently. I usually don't, when I read it, I felt for the lady. It was a, a WhatsApp conversation between a lady and a gentleman. And the lady was asking the gentleman, said, Oh, you know, you see how you people, when you start dating, you start calling your, this is honey. <laughs> He said, oh, my love, I've been trying to call you. You are not answering. Please return the call. And the guy responded to her in the screenshot. Oh, sorry, I've been busy. I've been wanting to tell you. But I've been busy. And the lady said, oh, what is it? He said, oh, you know, I've been busy because tomorrow I'm going to get married. And the lady said, ah, is it a joke? Uh, and, the, and the guy in the message, in the screenshot said, I'm serious. I'm going to get married. So please, I'm sorry. Don't disturb me again. And then the lady in some few other texts, she said, Oh, how are you? You have blocked me. Are you that wicked? God will ask you. <laughs> and then the lady started kissing them. But the guy had blocked the wickedness. Lying tongue. I'm sure by now, this other lady has invested so much in this gentleman. And the guy has gone to marry another lady. Wickedness is everywhere. You, as a child of God, you must not be like that. As a godly child, you must have a heart full of love, a heart full of truth. You must be truthful to one another. It doesn't matter what you being truthful will do to you. Always speak the truth. Always. Never lie. Lying has killed many people. I'm telling you. Somebody went to bear false witness. A liar. He or she has not seen the thing. Went to court. Oh, I saw, I saw him doing this thing. Somebody is in jail. The Bible said, don't bear false witness. Lying tongues. You cannot have a godly character when you like lying. Lying. You are not smart. Oh. Take it from me today. You are not smart if you think you can lie. You are a fool. God has not revealed anything to you. Has not shown you anything. Has not given you any instruction. Say, oh God, God is revealing to me. Do this, do this, do this. Bring, bring some money. Let's do something. Like that. A liar. A liar. A whole prophet. Prophet Ananias in the Old Testament. Stood before the people. And said, God, that saith the Lord. He even added it. That saith the Lord. Today, all your problems has come to an end. He said, the yoke of your burden has been broken. And then the prophet Jeremiah was there. The prophet even said, Amen. Because he thought this prophet was a genuine prophet. When they were leaving the church, then God spoke to Jeremiah. Ah, Jeremiah, you pa. So you even said, Amen to these lies. I didn't send him. I didn't send him. All the things he said was a lie. Hey! Jeremiah said, Charlie, where are you there? Jeremiah went to church Genesis and said, you prophet and I asked. No, no, God did not send you. And you said, thou sayest the Lord. God said, I should tell you. All the yoke of Israel is coming upon you. <laughs> he ended up dying because he lied. He lied. Amen. That is why, let me tell you something. 
If you're a child of God, listen. If you are born again, full of the nature, the spirit of God. When you are talking, you should talk based on who you are. Not what you are. And let me explain it. Who are you in Christ Jesus? You are prosperous. You are healed. You are blessed. You are not cursed. You are not under any curse. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are, you are on top. You see, God has, has, has flourished your life. Irrespective of what is happening around you. It doesn't change the fact of who you are. It doesn't. So if you end up speaking because of what is happening around you. The chances are that you are not being truthful in the eyes of God. Because as far as God is concerned, he has healed you. As far as God is concerned, he has prospered you. He has done things for you. For you to know the truth. He said, for you to know the truth. And the truth will set you free. So if you know this truth, why are you speaking contrary to the truth? Are you not getting the picture here? So if you are speaking contrary to the truth, God has blessed you. You say, I am poor. You are lying. Because based of who you, on who you are, God took away your poverty and gave you his prosperity so that you can prosper. Because of who you are, you cannot be speaking an untruth. Are you getting what I'm teaching you? Don't look at your life and say, I'm finished. Who, who told you you are finished? Who told you as you are sitting here today? Maybe you don't even have a car you are driving. Tomorrow, God willing, God willing, you may be that person that don't just you just don't have the one car driving. You are a person that is buying cars for people. Don't look at your present situation and lie to yourself and tell yourself, I am finished. Be truthful. Let your heart be full of truth. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, God is not done with me yet. God is not done with me yet. My life is just about stopping. The glory of the Lord is about shining upon my life. God is not done with me. I am not finished. I am just started. I am not finished. I am just started. And I shall prosper. I shall flourish. I shall increase. I shall multiply. I am not done. I am just started. In the name of Jesus. I'm not done. Don't allow your circumstances to lie to you. Don't allow your situations to lie to you. Don't allow your pocket to lie to you. Your bank balance to lie to you. Your business state to lie to you. Your academic situation to lie to you. Your family situation to lie to you. It is not over. God is doing something new in your life. Shut the thunders. Amen. Don't lie to yourself. Never lie to yourself. I look at you and I say, God, you are transforming lives. Don't lie to yourself. Our truth is in Christ. John chapter number 1 verse 17. Grace and truth came through Jesus. The Lord came by Moses. Truth. In other words, truth. Undeceitful words. Uncanning words, words without God, they came from Jesus. Whatever Jesus spoke, it came from the truthful heart. 
and the heart that supports the words that comes out is always full of power that is why god's word is powerful because the heart that is speaking the words they are the same if you are having a lying heart and then you speak an untruthful words you have broken the flow of the power and the devil will take over because your heart is not supporting the words you have spoken if you open your mouth and say i am healed no sickness can come upon me do you know what if your heart is in agreement then the heart will cause power to fill those words i see you prospering i say you shall prosper the generations unborn shall eat from your hands the generations unborn shall eat from your hands whatever you do shall prosper everywhere you go the lord is giving it to you i open unlimited doors unto your life in the name of jesus you shall not be sick you will not die in the mighty name of jesus don't let the words of men deceive you the devil is a liar so the devil was telling you ah, have you seen what is going on in your life have you seen there's no money there have you seen business is not going on have you seen you are not buying anything you are believing the things you can see but you are not believing the words the truth your father is telling you the almighty truth is telling you hey don't look at what you are seeing and talk i i have blessed what you are doing i i have increased what you are doing don't look at what is happening stay focused stay calm stay at peace and you are believing the words of the liar john chapter 10 jesus said that devil is a liar he came to steal to kill and to destroy i have come to give you life and to give you more abundantly never believe the words of the devil don't let anybody lie to you the truth is in christ the truth is in christ the truth is in christ and it's only the truth that shall set you free I set you free by the truth of Jesus. I set you free by the truth of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. I set you free by the truth of his health. By the truth of his power. I set you free from any bondage of lies. In the name of Jesus. I set you free from any bondage of lies. In the name of Jesus. Shatter have a pure heart. Sit down. James chapter number 4. James chapter number 4. I read from verse number 7. James chapter number 4. I read from verse number 7. It says, Therefore submit to God. Resist the devil. And he will flee from you. Verse 8. Draw near to God. And he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands. You sinners. Purify your heart. You double minded. In other words. The one whose heart is unclean. Is a double minded person. You see, so when you are doubting God. It's not because you think you are wise. It's because your heart is not clean. When your heart is clean and pure, every word God speaks, I believe. I believe. I believe. Do you know the prophetic, truthful words that is hanging over my ministry and my life? 
If I was going to look at things that are going on around me, I would have said, ah, all those words are lies. But every single day I have an encounter with the Lord. The Lord always reminds me. He said, you, your words has been preserved for the end time. You have a global reach. Every word, people will hear the words I give to you. And I always say, amen. If we are going to live by the deceitfulness of the enemy, we will not do the work of God. Don't be double-minded. Tell your neighbor, don't be double-minded. When you doubt and you are in double-mindedness state, what you are saying that mm -mm. my heart is pure. Say my heart is pure. Say my heart is pure. Lift up your right hand higher and say my heart is pure. My heart is pure. When you're having a heart, pure heart, your mind is in agreement with the word. Your heart is in agreement with God's word. And you speak the truth in holiness. You cannot be having a character of God and then you like lying like that. You say, ah, I, I, I'm broke. I don't have anything. Hey, I don't know when my life will turn around financially. Hey, relax. Why are you talking like that? That's a lie. Everything you speak, if you believe with your heart, Thank you, Lord. Go to Romans. Romans 10. Romans chapter number 10. Romans chapter number 10. Are you there? I read from verse number 5. Is it for Moses writes about the righteousness which is of the law? The man who does those things shall live by them. But the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Do not say in your heart. Who will ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Or who will descend into the abyss? That is to say to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you. In your mouth. And in your heart. That is the word of faith we preach. That if you confess with your mouth. The Lord Jesus. And believe in your heart. That God has raised him from the dead. What will happen to you? You will be saved. So. You are not even saved. Until you believe in your heart. And you confess with your mouth. Some people only confess, but they don't believe. That is why when you ask some, even those who say they are believers, if you die today, will you go to heaven? Then they'll start laughing. <laughs> I'm not sure. Hey, I don't even know. You ask somebody who says, is a born again person. You think you are a sinner. Oh, we are all sinners. We are all sinners. Now, so the question is, if you really believe that Jesus has saved you, Will you still be having these words? I don't know to, if I'll go to heaven if Jesus comes today. I don't know if I'm a Christian. I don't know if I'm a That should tell you that the person only confessed with the mouth. But they don't believe in the heart. Because if you believe in the heart. And you confess with the mouth. I said irrespective of what you think is happening around you. Who you are cannot be changed. That is why some of us we are bold today. We are saying, oh Lord, Maranatha, come now. There are some people, when we are saying that, 
Jesus should come now. You say, ah, Jesus, tell him to wait. We are not ready. Tell him to wait. If you are a proper saved person, your heart and your confession unshakable. I told you that this church will build 120,000 sitter church. Or don't think I just said it. I'm saying it even today. 20 whatever November 2021, I'm still saying it. And I'll say it unto you. You will sit in that building. We didn't just speak because we wanted to make you feel good and, and just say things. No, 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 no. I spoke the truth. I saw it right here. The Holy Spirit opened. I saw it. The first thing that came, he said, Son, you build 70,000, if you remember. I said the same. The first thing he said, One day I was, I was here teaching, and the Holy Spirit said, You have been faithful even with the 70,000. I've increased it towards 120,000. And I changed the language. I believe. And I speak. As you have believed, you must speak. See, faith, faith, faith. Faith is not about, uh, oh, putting scriptures. Faith is about the word that is in your heart. That your heart has believed. That your heart has accepted. That your mouth speaks. That is faith. So, to know that you have faith, you judge it based on what you say and the root of what you have said. So, somebody says, oh, Apostle, eh, I, I, I know I'm healed. I know I'm healed. But in their heart, they are thinking to go and see the doctor. Master, double-mindedness. That is not faith. Faith is when you say, this is what God is saying concerning the matter. I am not shifting my mind. I'm not changing my confession. I am speaking. So faith is not about, oh, it shall be well with me. It shall be well with me. But in your heart, you don't even believe that it shall be well with you. Faith is not like, I am healed, I am healed. But in your heart, you are, you are double-minded. You are double-minded. You are thinking, you are thinking. No, 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 no. No. If you say, I am healed in the name of Jesus, your heart must settle the matter and your confessions must speak in agreement. That is the only point you will be saved from whatever you are going through. No. Jesus can save you from your financial situation if you can have faith in your heart and confess with your mouth. I know what I'm saying. Jesus can save you from that sickness. If you can have faith in your heart and confess that faith with your mouth. I know what I'm saying. He said, the kind of faith that he, Paul, was preaching is that when you hear the word, believe it. And then when you believe the word, speak it. That is faith. Tell your neighbor, faith. Tell your neighbor, faith is to believe the word in your heart and speak it with your mouth. So anything you believe that you don't say, it's not faith. Oh, there's someone in the house. I say any word you believe in your heart that you don't say, it's not faith. If you believe, if you believe that next year by this time, you will become the wealthiest person in your, in your family or your area or whatever, and you believe it in your heart, and you always say it. You meet Miriam. Ah, I'm the wealthiest person. You mean this one? I'm the wealthiest person. I'm the richest person that ever existed in my, in my whole family. 
I am doing this. I'm doing that. And you are saying it. Do you know what you are doing? You are building the reality of that life. I get what I'm saying. How did God create this world? Speaking. Speaking. Now, if God has spoken in lies, nothing would have appeared. So when you speak truth from your heart, that is faith. It's a matter of time and season. It will happen. Are you here with me? So you can start changing your life right now. If what you are seeing around you is not what you want to see, what you have to do is that believe first in your heart. Make sure that you have gathered your heart. You are not having double-mindedness in your heart. And you are not speaking based on what you are seeing with your eyes. You are speaking based on what is in your heart. As you believe it in your heart, what does it mean to be believed? To believe. We have learned it here before. It means to be persuaded. To be persuaded. So when you are persuaded in your heart, and you speak it, as soon as you speak it, you are speaking from a pure heart. And as you speak from a pure heart, I tell you, the devil cannot resist words that are spoken from a pure heart. If you believe, you see, do you know why some people can't heal the sick and some people can't cast any demon? Because their heart, they are full of fear. They are afraid. Hey, this person is full of demons. So, hey, hey, what if the demons enter me? Hey, hey. So they'll go say, in the name of Jesus, come out, come out. How can you say that? Come out. You are standing at a distance. In the name of come out. The demons will be there, they'll be looking at you and say, Oh, this person. A fear like you. You want to cast me out. They will not listen to you. But when you meet people who are full of faith, believing that God has given them the power to cast out demons. When they meet demons, demons around before you they say, In the name of Jesus. Because the heart that is coming is loaded. When the words come out from the heart, Demons cannot resist truthful words. That guy is a liar. That guy is a liar. All of his armies are full of lies. It is only the truth that can destroy the camp of the enemy. Are you here with me? You are struggling financially. Hey, the truth is that 2 Corinthians 8, he said the grace of the Lord, he took your poverty and made you rich. Will you begin to tell the devil and say, devil! why because jesus took away my poverty and i believe it and made me rich as you walk through you are going for your business you are going to do your whatever in the name of jesus my hands are blessed whatever i do prospers they are buying for me in numbers nobody can reject what i sell ah and not that you are speaking with a doubtful mind are speaking with believing in your heart. I remember when I was in the university. And then the Holy Spirit one day told me that, ah, son, you you come out with first class. I, I, the, the Holy Spirit told me. Yeah. So when I since then when I went to lectures, oh, I took it so cool. They are teaching. I'll, I'll answer, I'll do things. When people are doing group studies, sometimes I'll go and sit and I'll just leave. One day, one, we did a, a mission. And when the result came, I blew everything. And one guy said, hey, that's for Peter. When we are doing group studies and things, he's not always participating. And I think he has blown everything. And I told him, I said, some of us, we, we are 
Look at what I said. I said, we are preordained first class students. Whether we learn or we don't learn, we still come up with first class. He didn't understand. He didn't understand. He didn't understand. When we finished the whole course, it happened. And then he said, he said I'm not surprised that you graduated with first class. It's way back. We believed it. We said it. Ah, we said it unto the people in my, my course. realize that some of us, whether you, but even if we intentionally want to fail, we cannot fail. No, some of you must get to that level. You believe so much that even when you want to taste poverty, poverty will still run from you. Because when poverty, you invite poverty, poverty will say, no, 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 that's for you. I don't, I don't fit into your life. I see that happening to you in Jesus' name. I say, I see that happening to you in Jesus' name. You know, there are some people who say, ah, look at me, look at me. When will all these problems end? It's not about when. It's about what do you believe? When do you want the problem to end? Is it now? Okay, fine. Now, all right. Do you believe it? I believe it. Then begin to speak it. Speaking from a pure heart. From a pure heart. So the people who have pure heart are those who behave in accordance to the glory of God. Amen. Double-mindedness is not a good thing. Tell your neighbor. Double-mindedness is not a good thing. It says, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that you will be saved. May you believe in your heart. And may you confess with your mouth. In the mighty name of Jesus. Second Timothy. Second Timothy chapter 2. From verse number 20. But in a great house. There are not only vessels of gold and silver. But also of wood and clay. Some for honor. Some for dishonor. Therefore. If anyone cleanses himself from the latter. He will be a vessel of honor sanctified and useful for the master prepared for every good work verse 22 flee also youthful lusts but pursue righteousness faith love peace with those who call on the lord out of what a pure heart but avoid foolish and ignorant dispute knowing that they generate strife amen so God wants you to call upon him with a pure heart, sincere heart, truthful heart. That is why Jesus said in the day, Matthew 7, not everybody who calls me Lord, Lord, Lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. Because there are some people who call upon the name of the Lord with an unsincere heart. They are not truthful. They say Jesus is Lord, but they know their stomach is their Lord. They say Jesus is Lord, but they know that money is their lord they say jesus is lord they know their lying tongue is their lord if jesus is your lord you will not be doing some of the things you are doing if jesus indeed is your lord some of the things you do you will not do them if jesus is your lord some of the things you say you will not say them if jesus is your lord some of the things you believe you will not believe them the question is 
Are you calling on the name of the Lord with a pure heart or with a heart that is mixed up with doubts? You know, there are some people, it's like they are expecting God to do something for them. Because what they are expecting God to do for them hasn't manifested. They say, oh, God is not powerful. Let me go and see some um, ritualists, some juju. Let me try other sources. After all, there are other religions that say they, they worship God. So let me go and try that one also and see if I get what I'm looking for. The question is, what shall it profit you if you gain the whole world and you lose your soul? What will it profit you? So because of that marriage you want to marry, you are diverting your faith to other areas. Because of the money you are looking for in your life, you are going and consulting other things apart from Jesus. And yet they will come to church and say, I'm calling on the name of the Lord. Oh, Jesus is Lord. No. You cannot say Jesus is Lord and curse him. You cannot say Jesus is Lord and curse him. Your heart must be pure. Say, my heart Oh Lord, it's cleansed by your word. I have a pure heart. I have a pure heart. I have a sincere heart. In the name of Jesus, be truthful. Tell your neighbor, be truthful. Don't lie to one another. Amen. First Peter chapter 1. First Peter chapter number one. Can we read verse number twenty-two? He said, "Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit, in sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently with a pure heart." Do you see that? Purify your heart. And love one another with a pure heart. Remember what the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13. It said, let love be without what? Hypocrisy. Don't be a hypocrite. Don't pretend. You know, I'm with, I have a relationship with prophet. I know in my heart I have something against him. But I'm pretending that I love him. It's hypocrisy. It's not truth. We are called to be truthful to one another. We are called to love one another with a pure heart. Don't lie to one another. Don't fake your smile. Then the, the, the person turns away. That's, that's a lie. Hypocrites. Hypocrites. There are a lot of hypocrites, even in the church. Because of what they are looking for. Oh, they are very, very nice. They are cool. The moment they get what they are looking for. Oh. I'll show you my true character. Lies. Amen. And you are not like that. As a child of God. Born of the spirit. We are truthful with one another. We speak the truth because of the truth we already have. The truth of the word. I you know what I'm saying. If I come to you. And maybe you are not feeling well in your body. And I tell you you are healed. It's not because I don't like you. Because I'm speaking based on the truth I have. Jesus said we should heal the sick. Will you speak the truth from your heart? I declare over you. 
that the year from today will come, God willing, that you will prosper beyond measure. I say you will prosper beyond measure. Everything or anything that has been a challenge in your life, anything that has been a challenge in your life today, I command it to be over in Jesus' name. I stand in on the rock and the truth of the word and I declare over your life that by the grace of the Lord you will reach heights that you have never attained before. You will achieve things that you have never achieved before. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. I destroy all the tongues of lies that has been set against you from today. You will flourish in truth. I say you will flourish in truth. I say you flourish in truth. You will flourish in truth. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for being a part of today's message. This program was brought to you by the friends and partners of the Spirit Life people. For further information, kindly visit us at www.thespiritlifepeople.com or subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels or find us on all major social media platforms. Stay blessed and always remember that in Christ Jesus, we are free.